Hey babe, did you know that using a great alternative light source doesn't cost a billion dollars or look like a suitcase anymore? Surely that's not true, but if you can give me more information, I'll be inclined to believe you. Well now, you can get a pocket-sized blacklight from Taction USA that works just as well as a large ALS, an alternative light source. It works so well, you'll never go back to any other ALS. It's lightweight and literally fits in your pocket. Made out of aluminum, so it's durable, it will last you a lifetime. You can find the professional blacklight at TactionUSA.com for $29.99. Ships quickly, and your order comes from Taction USA's Amazon store, so it's easy to order. Taction USA is run by law enforcement for law enforcement. You should check it out today and get yours. Get yours right now, today, at TactionUSA.com. Welcome to Crossing the Tape, Episode 11. Yet another wine heist brought to you by me, Hillary, and my lovely husband, Brendan. So get ready and sign the crime scene log and listen to this next case. Now, darling, Hmm. we like to enjoy a nice dinner out with a fancy bottle of wine, isn't that right? Oh, yes, we do. Now, think back to, uh, for example, the lovely Sinatra restaurant in... <clears throat> beautiful Las Vegas. Can we go now? We're after the podcast. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last time we were there, mm-hmm. from where we were seated, oh. we could see the wine shelves in those huge glass front cabinets. I think we were, we were seated there, especially. Yeah, I think they wanted us to see what we couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a nice gesture. Yeah, it was. But every time... Somebody ordered a bottle of wine. Right. The sommelier, or one of them, because they got like three running around. One knowledgeable one, though. Yeah, that guy was really good. Would have to come in, unlock mm-hmm. the cabinet, find the particular wine. Right. And then bring it out to the guest. So let me ask you. Hmm. Why didn't we just jump up, throw a chair through the glass, grab ten expensive bottles off the top shelves... And then run for our lives. Because that would be a crime, and because we're sophisticated. And we don't do things like that. And we gave real names on the reservation, so they'd find us quickly. Well, that too. More importantly, crime. <laughs> we were also staying at that hotel, so yeah, our well, name and address was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they had our credit card. They probably would have just let our us faces. get away and then charged it. <laughs> There's the ginger. <laughs> but uh, that level of couth... That we have, yes. not everybody possesses. No. There are some real scumbags out there. <laughs> <laughs> to put it quite eloquently. Yeah, let me tell you. Some of these people. Some of these people. Now, uh, speaking of eloquent mm-hmm. and elegance. No. Oh. You're familiar with Michelin stars? Oh, yes. So for those who don't know, because I had to look this up to really find out exactly what they were, though I've heard of them. Michelin stars are ratings given by a tire company to restaurants around the world. And I'm serious. It's the the tire people, the big fat guy. Yeah, it's Michelin tires. Oh, the cute puffy guy. Yeah, the the, the, the guy who's made of big white tires. When I was little, I thought that little thing, I wanted a stuffed animal of that. (laughs) But you have to get seven Michelin stars before they give you a stuffed animal of the Michelin man. Yeah, so we got to open a restaurant to get to work. We'd be good at that. Uh, but they are star ratings given by a tire company. Huh. Originally started like a travel guide. Interesting. 
Which, you know, if you travel on their tires, then go to fancy places. That kind of makes sense, though. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, this is a little offbeat, but... Go on. (laughs) My favorite Christmas album records, actual vinyl. Michelin Man They're from gas stations from the 50s that my parents had, and they're my grandparents. They are the best Christmas albums there ever were. And they're from... A gas slash tire company. Yeah, I think it was Goodyear. Go record shop. Maybe it might have been Goodyear. Probably so. I could see. I a promotion love like that. those records. They're the best Christmas records ever. In, in the days of old, wasn't it like if you collect particular stamps from purchases at gas stations, you could cash them in for like plates and. Um, to, I don't I've, know. I've I don't heard know if of it was such gas things. Station. Oh yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, grocery they, you stores. Would get like but... like a set of dinner plates huh. for. Yeah, you know, you've gotten so many gallons of gas. I've heard stories of pro wrestlers uh, smashing those plates over each other's heads in backseat fights, but they have enough stamps because they're always traveling all over the world. No, my reference is just the those records. Well, you could smash but, those over somebody's no, head in a I car like fight. Those. Oh, I still well. listen to those. <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> now back to the tire company and their stars. Okay. Uh, they give those stars to restaurants around the world with the tastiest foods and it's strictly a food rating it doesn't matter the atmosphere the service i mean which that's interesting too yeah it's only about the quality and the finesse of the food Mm -hmm. and odd as it sounds for a tire company to say who has the best food they hold a lot of weight the michelin stars are the most sought after award in food service for example Everyone's favorite angry man, Gordon Ramsay. He has earned a mere 17 stars <laughs> across his many restaurants around the world. And he's got a lot. Currently, he's only got seven. Seven because, stars? Yeah. Okay. Because it's very easy to lose them. Ah. It's real hard to get them, and it's even harder to maintain, maintain. that high standard and keep them. So a lot of people that, that needs to be our next job. We need to be the Michelin. Michelin. <laughs> and they're anonymous, too. I know. But it's very Maybe. difficult to get them and even harder to keep them. Yeah. Which, you know, That's you see a lot of places, oh, this is a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, yeah but last year. But do you still year, have it? Not now. <laughs> don't, I don't want right. to eat here if you got world's tastiest burger in 2018. Yeah. I want now. I want today's burger. Don't serve me a four year old burger. Michelin stars, uh, if you have the opportunity to eat at a Michelin starred restaurant, you can trust that it's going to be one of the finest dining experiences you could imagine. And Hmm. they probably only serve the best wines at a place like that. Probably. Who is going to have the greatest food but you can get water? Yeah. Or a root beer. No, No. there's going to be expensive, high-end wine. A nice wine ties it all in. Mm. Now that said, if you're planning a million dollar wine heist... Please don't. Yeah. Do not tell them we sent you. We got nothing to do with you and your business. Hey, we're not sending nobody. You and your bad business. (laughs) We're Uh, on the prosecution side. That's right. We will give you up in a heartbeat. Trust me. Now, if you're planning a heist like that, those Michelin stars may as well be a big red target. Yeah. In October of 2021... The three Michelin starred, which very good. Three stars is what is incredible. the rating, by the way? I mean, uh, to have what... one is fantastic. Okay. To have two, 
is incredible, and to have three is Superb. insane. So what is the highest? Uh, I th- think it's three. Okay. I think. Yeah. See, I have no idea. So <laughs> yeah. I'm genuinely asking. Like, I'm pretty sure three is the most that one place can have. Okay. And then you better believe the next time they show up, if it's anything less than unbelievable, maybe you get two this time. See, that's insane because my former career was a preschool teacher slash assistant director. And you get get stars. (laughs) You get stars by the state. Not from Michelin. No, but you get like funded stars and then you get more points that way. You, you're, you have more access to grants Mm -hmm. and like the same thing. The quality of the school is a star system. Right. But you could really usually maintain your stars. Right. If you get four this year. Yeah. Then Then you know what to fix because I think it's five. So like, you know what to fix next year. Or if you only got two, then the next year you set out your goals for the preschool. But man, if they they're just taken from you quickly. Yeah, but if they, if the state comes <laughs> back next year and goes, no, you get one. You have then you're kind of screwed. Many teeter totters. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one squeaks. One <laughs> Where's the WD forty? So, the three Michelin starred restaurant located in the Atrio Hotel located in. <clears throat> reach back to my ancestors for this one <laughs> Casares, Spain very good thank you suffered a near <clears throat> before I read this figure <laughs> you remember the last one they had a $220,000 heist right $32,000 heist and a 550000 yeah okay combine all of those double it and you're not even there yet <sighs> nearly two million dollar theft from 45 (laughs) wow only 45 bottles do the math on that of the finest wines so last episode we talked about that $550,000 heist was from 110 bottles so this is less less than half for a lot more four times as much man yeah some of the finest wines in the world Quite a few that were over 100 years old, Oof. and one in particular that was more than 200 years old. Uh, they were discovered to be MIA from the restaurant's Unbelievable Wine Cellar, which you can go on the uh, Atrio Hotel website, mm-hmm. and there is a page for their wine cellar. Can you virtually tour it? You can't virtually tour, sadly, but, but you can if there's tour a few it. pictures, oh yeah, you can tour it in person. But there's a few pictures. I'm pretty sure the wine cellar is larger than any house, not just that I've lived in, but that I've set foot in. (laughs) It's huge. In the days following the heist, the restaurants Sommelier and Co-Owner, which, fantastic work there. Mm -hmm. Co-Own, one of the greatest restaurants on the planet, and you're just, you're the the wine guy. I would hope that he's got it set up that the other co-owner... Runs the day-to-day. Well, yeah. And he just gets and you're to the wine guy. make big profits being the wine guy. I want to be the wine broad. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be the wine broad. <laughs> uh, he pleaded with the thieves <laughs> to return or even sell him back the bottles. Wow. Particularly that 200-year, more than 200-year-old. Yeah. 1806, pardon my pronunciation here, it is French and I am not very mm. much, Chateau de Kim 
good one. For sale on the Atrios menu for 350,000 euro, or about 371,000 wow. dollars. Just one bottle. One bottle. Wow. Of an 1806 wine. He said, like, just let me buy that one back. Buy it with what? <laughs> <laughs> they took two million dollars of your wine. It's like, let me just have. Let, come on, I'd... keep the rest, but sell me that one because that Oof. one's. It's only going to go up in value. I think I just have a huge panic attack. Yeah, in fact, I think it, they uh, bought. I believe it was that bottle. The restaurant had purchased at an auction, and there was a slight breakage in the neck. So they got it cheap. Well, no, they got oh. it big dollars, but they were able to get the uh, Chateau de Kim. Winery to rebottle and like really? recertify. That's interesting. So it was luckily salvaged. Huh. Thankfully, that crack in the neck of the 200 year old bottle didn't really diminish the value because the contents were still a fantastic. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it's almost, it was a refurbish job, but <laughs> well worth it. But that one bottle, $371,000, gone along with 44 more. Security footage at the hotel showed a man, a gentleman, no, a scoundrel. You can find that footage online, too. Yes. With two uh, large duffel bags leaving the hotel around 5 a.m. But there's no way he could have just walked in and out with $1.9 million in wine. So that begs the question, how in the Merlot did he do it? (laughs) All right. (laughs) this is a family podcast (laughs) this was no smash and grab affair or a sticky fingered wino in the right place at the right time found an open door this was a professional and perhaps mm, romantic effort Mm. but first before we give you more wine high story we want you to hear from our friends at the Murder and Mimosas podcast. Welcome to Murder and Mimosas. I'm Shannon. And I'm Danica. Together as a mother and daughter duo, we host Murder Mimosas, true crime podcast with an episode released every Saturday at 10 a.m. so you can listen to it during prime brunch time. While we don't require a mimosa, we do highly recommend one. All of our episodes are cases that we found really interesting or just really stuck with us because we hope they'll do the same for you. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now the Casares cops, along with law enforcement from Madrid who were assisting, they wasted no time scrubbing through the surveillance footage to track down the Bordeaux bandit as he moved about the hotel and they were able to watch him and a female accomplice enjoying dinner at the lovely Atreo restaurant that night and taking a tour of the wine cellar afterwards interesting because apparently the cellar tour is the after dinner mint of Spain huh at least at the Atreo I guess that's tradition to see the lovely cellar but if it's that that nice and big they're gonna boast they're going to say, yeah. before you go back to your room, just look. Just yeah. look at our grandiosity. Well, that's, I've heard of that before. It's I, a... I would. Well, yeah. I'd ask to go back through the other way, too. I want ideas of how to twice. make our wine cellar that will 
We may or may not have. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, which bottles our we cannot afford. Our closet. <laughs> our basket of wine. <laughs> now we got more of the basket. Uh, from the cellar tour, they returned to their room, but unfortunately, that room wasn't much of a lead. See, they would have tracked us down right away, because we're legitimate. Our name's on our room. Yeah, and we're a little conspicuous. And not thieves. <laughs> <laughs> but True, the room thieves. didn't help. <laughs> Listen, if the government's listening, we're, we're not on the law enforcement thieves. side. We're investigators. All right, FBI. <laughs> now, the room didn't help much because the woman who was with the thief booked it using a forged Swiss passport to conceal her true identity. And I tried and tried, but I couldn't find the fake Swiss name that she used. Oh, man. Because I think it would have just been fun to say. That would have been superb. So we're going to go with Matilda Meatball. Yeah, luckily. Uh, that's, not, that's not Spanish. Swiss. There's a phony Swedish Swiss. meatballs. Passport. It's not what it Swiss. Oh, well, I guess. <clears throat> All right. Luckily. <laughs> criminals are creatures of habit. <laughs> and after a few months of comparing the dude in the security footage to other known Cabernet capers in the area, mm-hmm. they landed on a Romanian Dutch national by the name of. Constantine Dumitru. Hmm. And Dumitru is fun to say. And he was previously arrested in Madrid for stealing expensive wine from gourmet wine shops. Huh. So I guess it worked before, except he got arrested. So he's Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. Got it. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. He's constantinely trying to steal wine. But he figured, well, they arrested me before, so why don't I just steal yeah. an incredible amount of wine? That is the mindset, though, yeah. of most criminals. I got busted for I dealing... Got, well, I'll just do it again. Yeah. What do I have to lose? And then they get so busted just... again for more years. So why and... don't we try kilos across state lines? Fools. Idiots. Authorities tried to catch him, and hopefully his accomplice, at his apartment, also in Madrid... But the Shiraz shysters were long gone, thanks to their multi-month lead. They had a big head start because it took so long to, to match up his were. face in the footage. But due to the weight of the crime and Dimitri's ties to other countries, like Romania... So was Interpol involved? Uh, I think so. But all the those European nations, they run close together. Yeah, They're nice but and Interpol close. is... Should be. I'm sure they were at least tipped off and were on the lookout as well. I like a good Interpol case. I love an international Interpol story. I do. (laughs) Well, this manhunt became international. Nice. And that quickly paid off because Dimitru renewed his Romanian passport in January of 2022. Like a fool. And was on the move again. What would... Well... Never mind. Yeah. See, they they had a phony Swiss passport for the lady... That so worked well enough for a hotel room. Renew so let's renew the Romanian get, yeah, one. The legitimate one in Romania renewed. And we'll put, you know... Yeah, an updated picture. And <laughs> I don't understand. Clowns. Uh, but they were on the move again after that. They didn't get stopped in Romania, but it was flagged that, right. hey, he was here renewing. 
So that didn't lead law enforcement directly to him. They were once again on the hunt and closing in, forcing Constantine and the lady to move from hiding place to hiding place. And finally, in July of 2022, Dimitru and his lady accomplice, then identified as Priscilla Lara Guevara, were detained at the Montenegro-Croatia border. Hmm. Guevara was indeed the woman seen dining with Dimitru, although at the time of the heist, get this, she was wearing a wig and yeah. sunglasses. Oh. Just in case. Like the 1950s. Anyone <laughs> in Madrid. Yeah, like an old comic book. Just in case anyone in Madrid might recognize her as the 2016 Miss Earth beauty pageant contestant from Mexico, which she was, and I'm sure that would have been on everyone's radar. I think she was a bit conspicuous in the wig and sunglasses. Probably, probably being as herself, she probably could have blended in just fine. Yeah, I don't think the sommelier would have gone, pardon, were you Miss Earth 2016 <laughs> runner-up from Mexico? I don't watch those beauty pageants. Uh, no. I certainly don't watch the Miss Earth beauty pageant. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there was one either. I've, I've heard, heard of Miss, Miss Universe. Universe. <laughs> Miss America. I didn't know that Miss Earth. I figured Universe was encompassing enough. How is that different? Miss Milky Way? Is that next? Oh, is the Miss Earth... Do like... you wear a big chocolate? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then Miss Galaxy. And so on. <laughs> Well, anyhow, Just saying. the pair now in custody <laughs> were extradited back to Spain, and authorities there were finally able to piece together the exact steps of this uh, Chardonnay 11 heist. Nice. Thank you. The couple visited the restaurant several times in the preceding months. Fantastic way to scope wow. What an awesome way. Hey, well, you've got to rob a three Michelin star restaurant, so make sure you eat dinner there like six times before you do that it. that is a big oh, MO right. with criminals. No, Michelin I mean, star restaurants? No. <clears throat> How many times do we read things that they return to the scene? Oh, yeah. How many scenes have I been to that when they, they returned? on camera twice, three <clears throat> times. Or someone, someone related who knows yeah. something is scoping out the situation yeah, to give information away. to oh. the subject. Why is that guy here? Oh, it turns out his cousin is right. the murderer. So that we see that often mm-hmm. in our field, and I never understand it. I think it's stupid, but it's prevalent. And maybe with this type of thing, <clears throat> it might be more of the, along the lines of like an arsonist who they want to see their work. Well, this this was. Prior to the heist. Okay. Preceding okay. months. Okay. Still. But still. Then they're on but you're, camera. But you're there's... on camera. How many times when we go to Las Vegas are we on camera at certain casinos? Yeah, everything you do. Like we go is to certain somewhere. and we are at certain ones. We frequent certain ones and we avoid others. <laughs> but you know, we're probably on certain cameras. So yeah, that's dumb in itself. Right. And every time they go back a wig and sunglasses or not, they risk someone else going, oh, it's these people it's again. It's that couple again. Usually people well, eat here like once a year or they're a local right. VIP that comes twice and a week. Even wig or not, they're going to have certain mannerisms. They're going to have the height and build. They're going to have certain, even a gait. To me, a gait is very telling. Yes. You can tell some how the, they walk. You can recognize someone from right. 100 yards away so, facing the other direction. Yeah. If you pay attention to their gait. So this is like I was talking about, but in reverse. 
And that's interesting, too. Mm-hmm. It's another mindset. I guess it's but scoping. They were, right, they but, were scoping it out. But still. Now, I have to admit, if I was tasked with that, I'd probably fall for the... Well, we should go again just to see how things are. Mm. And we should probably try the shrimp this time. Just so, yeah. just so we're, we're not we're not sticking out. We'll get the special. Mm. It's a three Michelin star restaurant. Let's just let's go seven times <laughs> and try a few different I, wines. I I remember things. And then by the end, I would probably you know I I can't go through with the heist, but the dinners were fantastic. I don't think we would do the heist in the first place. We would do the dinners. Well, yeah, I was saying, not think. We would not do the heists. But yeah, we would certainly eat the dinners. But I guess if you're going to scope somewhere out, it might as well be a fancy restaurant that you get to eat at every time you're... Yeah. Well, take note of all the cameras and finish your dessert. But that many times. Right, several times in the months leading up to the heist. Scoping yeah, it out. not even years, months. Right. That's a red flag. Yeah. And they were careful not to have Dimitru's name appear on any reservations or receipts <clears throat> everything was either at least they in were a false name that. or in her name now at some point during one of their visits they managed to steal a master key card which granted them access to the entire atrio which is a pretty big move because if you yeah. don't get that key card what are you going to do it's a hotel even <clears throat> after hours there's going to be you know, staff around. You can't just go smash the wine cellar door down right. with a sledgehammer. But I will say, people are not situationally aware. And you know how many times we've been at restaurants and I've seen the hostess just set down like a whole mass of keys? Well, that's true. And we eat it, you know, we we don't eat out often. So when no. we do, it's nice. Yes. But, you know, if I were not a good person, that would be quite easy. Yes. And so people need to be a little bit more careful about what they do because this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you want to lose $2 million worth of wine? Because you're asking yep. for it. <laughs> I'm not saying they're asking for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please keep your keys with you. Don't. Don't leave the register open and walk away to go no, change. If you have a master well. key to anywhere, like keep it in your pocket. Well, after their uh, tasty dinner, presumably of paella, they toured the cellar, returned to their suite, as we noted before, mm. and at about 1 a.m., Constantine headed back downstairs. This is where his accomplice comes into play. The kitchen was already closed by this point, but in a classic espionage maneuver, Priscilla called the front desk and begged the hostess to make them a late-night salad and a bit of dessert. Mm-hmm. Red flag. All right. Salad at 1 a.m. Okay. If I, want, if I want food at 1 a.m., it's not a salad. No salad. I want a big, greasy burger. <laughs> right, it's either going to be dessert or it's going to be just something to knock me right to sleep. Right. I mean, a I want salad. Three cheesecakes I want a salad fried. like at five before dinner. Yeah. But the, the hostess. Or lunch. Not wanting to disappoint guests of such a prestigious hotel, ducked away to prepare their late night salad. Their nighttime Oof. Spanish salad. And that gave Constantine the opportunity to make his way over to the cellar unseen, use the master key to get in, locate the high-priced goods, wrap the bottles in towels to prevent them from breaking, stuff them into duffel bags before muscling 
two probably pretty heavy duffel bags. Yeah. I mean, 20-some-odd bottles in yeah. each. Uh, you can't lift six. Back up to the room. <laughs> <laughs> you have Not to for lack of trying. Well, I try, but I... Yeah. Uh, they then packed the rest of their belongings and exited the hotel at 5 a.m., $1.9 million literally in the bag. Also, interjecting, who has a dinner at a fancy restaurant and then has a snack at 1 a.m.? That's strange. If we did a fancy restaurant, I'm good until like noon the next day. Three Michelin stars? I think their portions are probably pretty solid. decent. Or they have courses. It's going to be nice. What if they had like one of those course dinners? Yeah. And then they exit at five. Right. What are they doing? (laughs) I guess they wanted to be out of there before the maid came. But that's a red flag. Housekeeping. It smells like wine. It's not normal. Yes. No. That's a strange pattern. I mean, we're up early, but that's on a work day. But we're not checking out of a luxury hotel at five a.m. No. Well, we're also not stealing $1.9 million well, worth also, of wine. Yeah. So maybe but, that's where we differ from but, these people. Maybe that's <laughs> what still, separates us. But still, if we us. do stay at a nice hotel, we're, we don't check out at 5 a.m. And we we're don't on vacation. get a 1 a.m. salad either. No. <clears throat> if we've had late late dinner, it's not a salad. <laughs> at that point, they were on the run until they were caught at that border. So the pair went to trial, and they were convicted just over one month ago in March of 2023. It finally came to an end. Nice. They were both sentenced to four years in prison. Four and a half for Dimitriou. Four and a half. Four for her. That's Uh, nothing. They also must pay... That's where the punishment is. Yeah. Four years, you can do that standing on your head. (laughs) You're not going to want to come out if you have to get out and pay... $836,000 $836,000 in restitution. That's because, uh, I guess, insurers and all right. that, the valuation of the wine in court, it kind of got whittled down to 836000 rather than the one point nine that it would be valued at auction. Sadly, none of the wine's ever been recovered, oh. indicating they already had a buyer lined up at the time of the theft, so they were able to unload it very quickly. Huh. Yeah. wonder who that bar was. Question. Is this the Spanish romantic comedy version of Catch Me If You Can? <laughs> Dig this. She was a humble beauty queen. No, she wasn't. He was a European humble wine my... thief. Never mind. <laughs> they were destined for love and a life on the run with bags of wine. You come up with this stuff. Would you see that movie? No. I'd watch it once. I don't like sappy... Never mind. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> Second you question. Know me. <laughs> Second question. Who is the mystery billionaire wine collector? That's my question. Orchestrating these black market European wine heists. Will we ever know? Could it be the same person who ordered the catacomb robbery? That's what I was thinking. And does this kind of feel with that person, that one person in mind? Does it feel like a John Wick type of underworld, different crews and families with various skills and wigs, ripping off the finest wine collectors on the planet for the high table of wine snobs? Well, I'm going to say yes, because I love John Wick movies. But And I like the idea that it's just one shadowy figure yeah. who's amassing this what if it's like, multi-million dollar collection of wine. What if it's like the Phantom of the Opera, but for wine connoisseurs? 
They all wear masks? No, they have a tragic history. Haven't you read that book? No. <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. You better. <laughs> but no, I like the John Wick play. I don't know. There's got. I I wonder though because the other one was in Paris, and this one's in Spain. Mm-hmm. They're not that far, really, in proximity. And I'm sure there's you know multiple people who would be willing to buy. Right. But I just like the idea that there's one guy who's getting a hold of. You know, right. He's putting the word out, like like the Bowery King. <laughs> he's putting the word out that I want that two hundred year old bottle of Chateau de Kim and whoever can get it I will pay handsomely right how many other people were were in the restaurant that were also undercover crooks <laughs> see that's what I'm saying there's five assassins and <laughs> Russians in the back and they're all planning a move John Wick 3 was our first date so John Wick is a little a little important to us we hold on to it right But we thank you for holding on to us in this podcast. Yes. And for listening to our ridiculous banter. (laughs) We hope you had as much fun as we did. Mm -hmm. And you'll join us again for a mini episode coming soon. Mm. And it's also ridiculous. No. (laughs) Well. It is a little bit. We take it in a direction. Yeah. I take it in a direction. (laughs) You'll enjoy it. That's all you need to know. But for now. Stay safe. Thanks for joining us. Sign the crime seed log on your way out. So long. See you later. Goodbye. Wait, don't leave yet. We have one more thing. If you are looking for a career change or to expand your knowledge in an already established one, look no further than the National Investigative Training Academy. The National Investigative Training Academy, or NIDA, N-I-T-A, has well over 100 courses with 70 professional development ones alone. NIDA is constantly adding to their course catalog and courses are focused on private investigation and security fields. Whether you would like to become a private investigator or you need continuing education for your investigative or security career, the National Investigative Training Academy is for you. All courses offered are 100% online and do at your own pace. Once completed, you will receive a certificate in that course. Sign up today at investigativeacademy.com. Make sure when you sign up for your courses, you mention we sent you there. We encourage you to get the best investigative and security training possible today. When you sign up, mention our brand ambassador code BA2367. That's BA2367. And you can find those courses at investigativeacademy.com. Look for links in our show notes as well.